right, welcome back to another fabulous video podcast, video vlog, is that what you call it? And and of course, as you know by now, this is Talking Sci-Fi with Sci-Fi Sean and... Just Randy. Just Randy. I like According that you come on. No, you're just Randy, yeah, and I like you that. You said it first. So. Man, it's been a crazy ride with these podcasts so it far, has, hasn't yeah. it? I'm loving it. We've had guests. We have more guests lined up for the near future, and it's exciting, and I'm loving it. So today's topic is something that I know nothing about. I've had to do some research because I'm not a big fan of the genre, but uh, when I started doing my research, I'm like, well, hell. I've watched a lot of these movies and TV shows. Today, we're talking sci-fi about vampires. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of fun, and you're an expert on this, I take it. so. No, I'm not an expert, but I want to live forever, so if there's anybody out there that's a real vampire, please come bite me and turn me. <laughs> Do you believe in real vampires? No, but I wish they were. If they were, I would want to live forever. I think so. the gothic... Uh, society or whatever they call them fandom whatever uh, they're the closest thing to real vampires we have in the world like people that like oh yeah all black and all that and yeah. I, I get it you know some of the girls are really hot some of the guys are really hot I mean and I say that very <laughs> heterosexually but you know I'm, I'm comfortable with that well, I like the music the music's good yeah. yep the, mu- the gothic music's great so vampires as you guys know through watching this I'm the space guy the Star Trek guy all that Randy is too He, Randy, dips into the realm of horror movies and Mm. vampires, werewolves, and other creatures of the night. I don't want to be stereotypical of a Dracula when I'm talking. Well, when you say Dracula, I really do not like the old-style Dracula. I don't like the tuxedo. I don't like the cape. I don't like the slip-back hair and the, the two little fangs. I don't like that from the Dracula. That's terrible because I love those. Do you? Bela oh, Lugosi uh, is is king of the of Dracula yeah. in my opinion. This, yeah. I loved it. I loved his style. Um, I've watched everything that he's been in, just about. Um, even um, gosh, um, Bride of the Monster, which was an Ed Wood, and I bring that name up because he's a big science fiction director. He directed Plan Nine from Outer Space, mm. and there was a vampire in that as well. And um, we'll get into that a little bit later. But So, for this podcast, you can be our expert on, we'll call them New Age Vampires. Yes, we'll go with And that. I'll stick with Original Vampires. And we're going to get into Space Vampires because that's my shtick, you know. Yep. So, what do you want to start your topic off with? Well, first of all, like I said, I don't like the old style Dracula, but two movies... That I re- that really got me into vampires was Van Helsing mm-hmm. and Dracula Untold, even though it's a Dracula. So have you seen either one? I've of those? seen Van Helsing and I like that. So oh, okay. oh, I got to stop for a minute. Um, we just want to make sure that everyone knows this is a Twilight movie-free podcast. We will not talk about vampires that sparkle in the sunlight and worry about if a werewolf's. The man or the vampire is the man. So, can you put up a disclaimer? Yeah, oh, sure, this absolutely. Thing? Because I, I, I really don't. No twilight. Like, I want to make this a Buffy free, but you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is uh, they're they're pretty good uh, television show and movie. So, Van Helsing. You know what I loved about Van Helsing? What do you like about Van Helsing? Dracula was trying to reproduce. Yeah. Without yeah. trying to bite people. Right. And yeah. that's what his the spiel was, and I thought that would put a very science fiction-ish kind of twist on uh, the whole Dracula lore. Right. And I I thought it was great. Me too. That's why that Mm -hmm. was one of the uh, main reasons that I liked it too. I also liked it that, uh, you know, he had to become a werewolf in order to kill Dracula. Yes. And he also killed his lover. Correct. And she was putting the antidote in him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a terrible ending, but a good ending. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Too bad he didn't have his Wolverine claws. Oh, yeah, yeah, but when he turned up, uh, what werewolf you kind of yeah, had him, didn't yeah. he? So I love that movie. I, yeah. I was when I was doing my research for this. When you said we were going to do vampires, yes, I let just Randy pick the topic sometimes. <laughs> oh, let me throw this in real quick. Bringing that up, and we'll get right back into it. If you guys out there want to hear us talk about a topic that has to do with science fiction, horror movies, anything, please 
get a hold of us on the Facebook page would probably be the best way yeah, to absolutely. do it because um, we have an awesome Facebook page. Randy takes care of it, and it's funny as shit if you watch it. So if you have a topic, throw it out there, and we'll uh, talk about it and even give you credit for it for a small fee. So back to Van Helsing. <laughs> I loved it because, you know, it was kind of steampunk a it little was. bit too. Absolutely. The, yeah, the, the devices they use. Yeah. I get in trouble when I say movies are steampunk movies. It's not a steampunk movie, for those of you who know what that is. Um, but it was really entertaining. Had some great uh, great score with the music. The, the, the women were beautiful until they got all monster in the mouth right, and stuff, yeah. you know. So I loved it. Yep. So that was one of my favorites. Second is Dracula Untold. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen that one. No. Okay, so Tell it takes it. a different spin. So okay. a guy has a curse, and he lives in a cave, and he cannot leave that cave unless someone enters the cave, and he can resist the urge of biting them, and then they drink his blood. <clears throat> they can be a vampire for three days, and then they turn back into humans. That's crazy. But if they end up biting someone and drinking their blood within that three days, then his his curse is released. So he's not really a vampire, he just has a curse on him. He can actually go back to being human. So a king that is the king of this little provenance, him and his men end up in a cave, in this cave with right. this vampire. And he kills all the king's men, and the king gets out and goes back home. Well, that king owes money to another king that's a higher power, and they show up to get their money, right. but they also want a thousand boys at a certain age. Hmm. And his son falls in that category, Mm-mm-mm. and he refuses. So that king's men go back to tell the king, and then now they're going to have a big battle, and they have millions of people that are coming to attack this <laughs> little tiny king. Hmm. Okay. So what happens? He goes into the cave and makes a deal with with the uh, with the vampire, mm-hmm. and he drinks his blood, and he becomes powerful. And he, he's able to beat this army in the first day because he's a vampire. Right. Well, they do some misdirection in day two, and his wife actually gets killed. And as she's dying, she says, drink, drink my blood so that you can become this animal and you can protect our son. Oh. Okay, so he does. So he becomes a vampire, and he's the first vampire. That's how the first vampire happens. It sounds more like a superhero movie than a... Well, he ends up biting his army, and they have this big clash. I think it's with the Turks, and he ends up winning the war. It is fantastic. It's one of my favorites. When did this movie come out? Man, I don't know. It's uh, older. Maybe 10, 11, 12. I don't know. I really, really the don't stars know. in it, do you know? Uh Man, I can't. I, I know he was in Fast and the Furious Six, but he's not one of the main characters. Right. Okay. Uh, huh. But anyways, you know, no, two guys I, talking. Two guys talking about sci-fi. We <laughs> might not know the names or the names of movies or the correct spelling, but hey, we're talking about it, and we're regular people just like you guys. Like, oh man, I remember that, and you know, and a lot of you guys and gals are probably thinking that right now. But uh, I, <laughs> it was so ironic that we were doing this podcast today because yesterday on I'm going to plug someone here, Comet Television. Um, I love Comet TV. Um, it shows a lot of old horror movies and space movies. They played a marathon of Blackula yesterday. Oh my goodness. Have you ever seen Blackula? Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of a comedy-ish yeah. little. No, I don't want to use the word comedy, but it's humorous and all that. I seen it when I was a child. I watched maybe 10, 20 minutes of it in and out of the door yesterday when we were doing some things here at the at the house. And that's a that's a really fun take on, yeah, on oh, a yeah. vampire as well. There are a lot of vampire movies that are comical. Did you know that? Mm, Would you, not really. You've seen Fright Night, not the remake. I'm talking about the old Fright Night. I have a long time ago. That yeah. was funny to me. I got that was you. a good funny yeah. spin of those movies of that time frame that they did about the vampire. If you've never seen Fright Night, check it out. They've done a remake of it here in the last two years, two or three years. I've not seen it because I'm not a big fan, and we've discussed this before, of remake movies, leave things as they are. But right. Roddy McDowell was in the original as Van Helsing. He was a okay. vampire hunter. And he was like a television show host for horror movies, uh, like Dr. Paul Barra and yeah. Sven Gulli or whatever. He's like, all right, this week we're going to look at this. And so the kids, trying to make this short, not telling you the whole movie, but mom has this house, has some sons. She's a single mom. Doesn't really say what happened to the dad. 
neighbor moves in next door in a big creepy house and people start disappearing and the boys are looking out their bedroom window these really hot girls walking up to the house and never seen him again and then they start spying on the guy um, and find out that he's uh, a vampire <laughs> and uh, I have seen that it, but it's I, a great movie it's been so long though so. I need to get that I think I have it here at the house well, I'll loan it to you but uh, I love it it's a great spin on it they go to Roddy McDowell's character and find out that his last name is Van is Helsing you know and he was a descendant of the Van Helsing from the black and white days right we'll call yes. it, you know? <laughs> but uh, um, so they get with him and it's a really great movie if you've never seen it I got a whole list of funny movies I had to make a cheat sheet this morning I, hey I've got uh, something to say real quick sure say so it. you're always saying hey you can borrow this and watch this yeah. and that I don't own a DVD player anymore, Sean. When did that? Do I need to buy you a DVD? They're only like no, twenty bucks. Randy. I know. I, I just we don't watch DVDs. It's well, all digital now, Sean. I'm behind in the time. So honestly, I don't have internet. Yeah. I don't have cable. We have. I I, I have a giant. And you can't see it because it's the exact opposite from us. I have a, the biggest big screen television they had You're two right. years ago. Yeah, looks like the, the view screen on the Starship Enterprise. It does. It's beautiful. And it has rabbit ears stuck out the window, so I pick up local <laughs> channels. And I get sixty eight channels. Yeah, and I don't want to go into a long story about this, but I think it's cheaper because I don't have to pay for cable or I don't have internet. I get it all on my phone. Right. You know, I have a little mobile hotspot and stuff I use for when we have to download things for the DJ business and all that. But uh, yeah, I don't have that technology. Yeah, it works. And I was in line at our local grocery store, Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Um, and the guy behind me has been a good friend of mine for years. And I haven't seen him in a long time. And uh, he was our local uh, cable guy. And uh, he took care of me when I had cable. and. He came to me and I said, so can you just get internet to your house now? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I said, because I still use DVDs. He goes, he said within probably less than four years, internet's going to be the only way you're going to be able to watch television mm -hmm. and movies at home. So anyway, offshoot. So you don't have a DVD player. That's fine. DVD what did you do with the DVDs I've loaned you? You brought the, the, uh, the Discovery disc back that you watched. Well, I thought I had one, and I couldn't find it. So I got you. I got you. I got yeah. two or three if you ever need to borrow one. Okay. So back I got, you up in technology. I got ways of getting it. I got ways of getting it. So yeah. other great movies that we could talk about, Vampires. Um, Lost Boys. Oh, yeah, as a kid. Freaked me out, but I loved it. You know the one scene from Lost Boys that I will never get out of my head, and I think about it, and it's really funny when I looked it up. I'm like, man, that's where that came from is when... Kiefer Sutherland's, who was the main vampire, right. made, who was the, was it Corey Feldman? Who was the? It's a uh, Corey. It's a Corey. And he was eating <laughs> Chinese food out of a, one of them little box containers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, you're eating maggots. And he looked, the whole yeah, thing was maggots. Nuggets. I'm like, yeah. I can, that is, every time I get Chinese food, I that think of that That was in the scene. cave, right? Yes. Yes. And you, that scene, that whole scene, even not about, just about the maggots, but the entire scene of them in the caves and them laughing and going to the railroad tracks right. and hanging on. Right. And then falling and then you wake up in your bed. Yeah. You know, that all oh, freaked the hell freak, out of it's, That was a freaky yeah. movie, but it was Love kind of a though. comedy it, thing. It won like a bunch of awards in 1987, if I'm not mistaken. It did. It, was, it did. Yeah. It's one of the top vampire movies of, the, of that genre, yeah. that age, you know. Yeah. What, out of all the vampire movies you've seen, have you seen a lot of them, I'm sure? Yeah, I have. What is the one that sticks out in your head that scares you the most, personally? That scares me the yes. most? Yes. Wow. It's just stuck in your head. Uh, do you remember Braun Stroker's 2000? Yes. I believe it was? Yes. That, I don't, no, nah, I don't want to, it's, it's almost got to be... It was, it was Dracula, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. That was the name of the title. It was, but, you know, thinking back, I got to say it was Lost Boys because I was younger. Right. It has to be Lost Boys, yeah, because I was younger. The, but that Braun Stroker's 2000, Dracula 2000, you know, I was an adult then, but I just remember, I don't like the storyline with it, but I remember the, the hairs on the back of the neck standing up. More, It was more like a, a horror movie to me, okay? Uh Another one that uh, was uh, I interview interview with a vampire. Yes, I didn't quite like it, but I was a little younger with it too. Uh, I mean, I was I believe I was an adult with that too. But that whole concept of like they're basically kidnapping 
prostitutes yes holding them down Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know they just seem kind of freaky and stuff uh what about you i mean what which one a lot of people that are watching our podcast and our vlog and our youtube channel are probably too um young to remember this but there was an old vampire movie called nostrafatu i think that's how you pronounce it You'll know it. Okay. Big creepy vampire guy, long fingers, black and white movie. Sounds familiar, yeah. Kind of an oval shaped head, big fangs. I know you're not a big fan of that, but there's a scene where he looks into a woman's window and it is the creepiest thing. And when I think vampire, that's what you think of, right? That's what I go back to in my head because, yeah. uh, and it's and it's affected me. And if you guys watch our podcast, you know a lot of things. I've run through a lot of things in my life, UFOs, things like that. But that's why I don't like looking out the window at night. That's why there's curtains on every one of my windows and thick blinds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not a drug dealer. If anybody's watching this, this is, I'm scared that I'm gonna look out there and, and Nostrofatu or Nostrofatu. I forget how to pronounce yeah, it. It's foreign. Another name for Dracula, by the way. It's gonna be out there because if you ever get a chance, uh, just Google it or whatever and take a look at it. It's creepy as shit. So that's all I gotta tell you. Uh, a fun ride vampire movie. Okay. Well, first of all. Uh, there is a part two to Interview with the Vampire, and a lot of people don't realize that. Really? Because those are books. Right, okay? right, right. And it was Queen of the Damned. They made a movie out of that. Right, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't realize that that's the same Lestat, which is the character Lestat. in Interview mm-hmm. with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. It's not played by Tom Cruise. They went a little more low budget. Right. And Alea, which is the singer that I believe died leaving the Bahamas. Yes, I don't know if that's how you say her name. Alea. Alea. She Aaliyah. was leaving and they had too much luggage and people in the plane and it crashed. Yeah. Well, she's the star of the movie. But basically, what you know, I, I love music, right? Right. Especially heavy metal. Well, the Lestat, which is the Tom Cruise character, but played by a different actor. Right. He wants to be the lead singer of this rock and roll band. Oh, really? Yes. i got to see this it's, movie. It's amazing. And he becomes the lead singer and he falls in love. But because his music is so wild and he's flamboyant about mm-hmm. being a vampire, he claims he's a vampire as a rock star. Right. So the other vampires are like, man, these people are going to start believing you of this because of the stuff you do on stage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the main vampire, Alea, she awakes the queen of the dam. She awakes because of this heavy metal music. I mean, just cheesy, oh great concept. God. It is. Yeah, and she wants to make him her king, but he's in love with another woman. So it's a fantastic movie, and I recommend it. It's B-rated. B- Jerry Ryan, I think, who plays Seven of Nine on Star Trek Voyager, the Borg chick, mm-hmm. she's in that movie. Yeah. Yep. Yes, she's one of the right. back, because there's other mm-hmm. vampires yep. and things, people that yep. killed and stuff. Yeah, and uh, but when I was getting to about fun is, I know you would hate it. I don't know if you've seen it or not, because it is very political, politically driven. Right. And I don't, I, I push that stuff out of my mind and I don't worry about right, it. Okay. Right, right, right. Uh, but it is Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Slayer. I've had that on my list. I've never seen that. It, it looks really, hilarious to okay. me. It, it, it is, but it's also serious. And basically what it is, it's a book. And, of course, the second book is now finished. So there will be a second movie coming out soon. But the concept is is Abraham Lincoln's dad works for a slave owner. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the slave owner is beating a 10-year-old kid. Okay. And, and uh, Abraham Lincoln, as a 10-year-old kid comes to his rescue and gets beat with him. Okay? okay. One's black, one's white. Abraham right. Lincoln's right, white, of right. course. Well, his dad gets fired, and they go home. And that night, Abraham Lincoln witnesses that slave owner coming into his mom's bedroom and biting her, making her sick. So he was a vampire. Well, well the slave owner was. The slave owner. Okay. Right. Okay. So he <clears throat> grows a little bit and goes to get revenge on the vampire. And when he gets there, the vampire's going to overpower him. So right before the vampire kills Abraham Lincoln, another guy steps in and stops the fight and gets Abraham Lincoln out of there. Then he teaches, he goes, look, I can teach you how to kill these people so that you can kill that guy. So Abraham Lincoln agrees. So as he's going through the ranks of becoming mayor of his town and stuff, he's learning to be a vampire. And at night... Vampire slayer. A vampire slayer. Yeah. uh At night, he kills vampires 
and then during the day he's he a does politician, political. right? <laughs> okay, well he works at a pharmacy, but he also is dabbling in which is true to in, labor in, right. and Lincoln's past. Yes, and he meets his wife in it, so it follows that storyline. But what happens is he finds out that that guy that trained him is also a vampire and wants that vampire killed. So he's using Abraham Lincoln. Right, okay. So the whole story behind it is the South, we're in battle. He's president, Mm -hmm. it's North versus South. South is winning all the wars, just like in the real Civil War in the beginning. Right. Because they're vampires. Oh, man. Then he decides, he figures out that lead will kill them. So they confiscate all the houses of the North. They go through the streets with wagons, gathering the silverware silver, and turning it into bullets, right. and that's how the North turned the tide against the South during the Civil War. I'll be damned. And this is how it ends. It's like it's like so sad but awesome in the same sense. He's telling Abraham Lincoln, he's like, look, the vampires killed your son, okay, because right. they did, they bit him uh, during the war, snuck in and bit him. He goes, let me turn you into a vampire, and Abraham Lincoln says, let me think about it as he's going out the door, headed to the theater. Oh, man. What are they, tying? Um, and then he gets shot. Booth? John Willis Booth? Yeah, was he? Well, no, no, no. It, oh. just, it goes to the theater, and then that's it's kind of like the end well, of the movie. Well, Abraham Lincoln was using an axe to kill. Oh, yeah, yes, awesome. And everybody always thought, oh, Abraham Lincoln had the axe. That's what he chopped the cherry tree down with. Exactly. But it ain't. They, they he was killing vampires. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta so see I this. always make that joke when people start bringing up Abraham Lincoln and this and that, and I always throw in, don't forget, he's, he's a vampire slayer. He's a Van and Helsing. People, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I love that look when you come off the cuff, and you know yeah, you've been around yeah, me for years. You know, so like, dull. what the hell is Sean talking about? You know, there's a lot of great movies. Oh, it is. That were, uh, um, especially we haven't talked about my, about my favorites yet. You want to do that now, or you want me to go into my rant? Hmm. Okay, go ahead. I'm the science fiction guy. Randy's the horror movie guy. He likes science. He loves time travel. Everybody knows that. But. Let's talk about some space vampires for a few minutes. Okay. Did you know there were some? I, I, have you have you ever I'm seen? Sure, a, I'm fixing to find out. Have you ever seen a movie called Life Force? No, nope, not sound familiar. Um, the American NASA gets with the British or European space agency, and they have a space station, and they go up there, and all of a sudden, here comes this. They think it's a meteor. It's a big, long, cylinder-looking thing, and it's a spaceship. And they go to it, and uh, they find this woman in the center of it, frozen, whatever, and it turns out that uh, they're vampiritic. Oh. So they bring her back to the space station. People start turning into these zombie stuff, and the way they do it is they're not a neck biter. They're a suck your life force out of you, and it makes you turn into like a burnt-looking skeleton. Great movie. I love it because Patrick Stewart from Star Trek The Next Generation is a main character in Mm. it. Um, I think they made two. I've only seen the first one. Check that out on your, your international web or whatever you use. That's a great space movie for vampires. We talked a bit when Thomas Galvin was here mm-hmm. uh, about Buck Rogers in the right. 24th okay. century. All right. They had a great episode called Space Vampire. Oh, I had no clue. Run up on another kind of a situation where the space station people were mysteriously turning into these like zombie people. Right. They thought it was an illness. They went mm-hmm. there and it turns out that it's this creature called a Vorvon. Oh. Okay. And he looks like the Nostrofatu uh, oh, Dracula, which which kind of freaks me out. His big tall, big eyebrows. Your typical B movie looking Dracula kind of a situation. Yeah, the 50s, right? Another yeah. suck take he takes his long fingers and mm-hmm. put it on your throat and it turns into this and you're like his slave and he's eating your life energy. Oh, right. Um the captain of the space station, uh, uh, he's uh, um, Captain uh, 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 Helsing, is, oh. is, is this captain's wow. name. So yeah. they tie they in tie that. In. If you like Buck Rogers, check out. It's really corny, but uh, they, they, the way they kill the vampire, they stick with the vampire lore with it. Right. Did you know that the original Star Trek, your favorite Star Trek, <laughs> Randy doesn't like original Star Trek. It's not fast and furious enough for him. Right. <laughs> Watching paint dry, buddy. Yep. <laughs> they had a vampire episode in the original Star Trek. It was actually the very first premiere on television of Star Trek. Oh. You talked to me about this already. Yeah. It's the uh, uh, M13 creature, which is the salt vampire. 
Oh yes, okay. It was yeah. the last of its kind on this planet. It's a it's a shapeshifter or a it, not really shapeshifter, but it projects images of people that you know. Right, that was the one where the captain was. Uh, they were trying to make him make love to a ca- to the cap a girl make love to the captain. No, no, that's not it. No, no. that's not the one. But that's a lot of Star Trek episodes. Right. Yeah. So, what the hell are you talking about? Anyway, the premise of this one was. The doctor on the original Star Trek, Dr. Yeah. McCoy. What are you laughing about? <laughs> he did not make Is love this to... Where, the, where they were running out of salt and they needed salt, so they were directing the, yes. the Enterprise people it down. They went... Yes. yes, yes. Okay. Turned, All right, I got you. So they went to uh, this planet. There were two people on it. This old archaeologist guy, and he had this older woman, which turned out to be yeah. Dr. McCoy's girlfriend from yes, the past. I remember that. So they went there, and... Started talking to him, and he's like really standoffish. And all of a sudden, of course, a red shirt gets killed. And he has this modeling like a suction cups all over his yeah. face and body. And yeah. they they thought he the Nancy Crater, which was Doctor McCoy's wife, and said, "Oh, we found this in his mouth. It was a piece of fruit." And he goes, "That's the Borgia plant that kills people instantly." Right, right. Well, Doctor McCoy did his shit and said, "Well, no, this was not that." He goes, "But the funny thing is, Jim, all the salt in his body is gone." So yeah, they were needing. The long story short, yada yada yada, plots. Creature gets on the Enterprise. Nancy Crater is not Nancy Crater. She is the salt creature right. that had killed her. And um, but every time you'd go up to this creature, you would see someone that you were attracted to. So um, Doctor McCoy would see Nancy Crater, his girlfriend, right. as she was back in the back day in the when day. she. Right. But when the doctor, or the archaeologist on the planet saw her, she was older. Yeah. And he actually saw her as she really was, but through the eye of magic of television, that's what right. you would see too. So, um, long story short, there was a space vampire on Star Trek, the original series. That's crazy. It is. They're all over the place. I have, uh, what else would I have here? I had Buck Rogers. I named, I put Van Helsing on here. <laughs> Transylvania 6 5000. Never seen it. I have not either. It's got Je- uh, Jeff Goldblum in it. Um, really? Yeah, Ed Begley Jr.'s in it. Uh, I think I think like I Gina Davis or some another female actress from that time. It's a strict. It's a <laughs> musical comedy, pretty much. Whatever. Right, you I know. got you. So yeah. never seen it. I'm using my cheat sheet here. Uh, one vampire movie, and I'm sure you you may have seen it because it's up your alley. Bordello of Blood. It sounds familiar. Give me a rundown. Do you know um, it's got, I wrote the stars down here because I'm, I'm losing it. I'm trying to be better about the stars. But it's got Dennis Miller that used to be on Saturday Night okay. Live. All right. Um, it's a whorehouse, house of your repute, that they lure men there because they're all female vampires. Right, yes. And it's a blood fest. I figured you've seen it. I've seen it years ago. I can't remember much about it, but... Look it up. That's another great one yeah, to look at. Some expert I am. Yeah. You're supposed to be my <laughs> vampire expert, you know. Um, we haven't touched on, and I hate to even bring this up, but uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Did All you right. watch that? Yeah, absolutely. Start off with a movie. Pee Wee Herman was in it. That's the most thing I remember about it. I don't remember the movie as much. Uh, I did see it, but the series... It used to come on, uh, at one time I had to change my schedule through work, and it would be on, you know, the W, the WB know what, or whatever. Yeah, it something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a fantastic, cheesy movie, but it reminds me of that, that no, you know, we can't bring up series. Oh, that other one, we're not, the, <laughs> yeah. the, no, the no Twilight. Yeah, it's kind of like a soap opera. It know? is. I mean, it's fantastic, but... Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't the kid from Nine Hundred Two One Zero that passed away not too long ago? Luke Perry, he mm-hmm. was in. Was he in the series or the movie? Uh, I think he was in. He might have been in both. Yeah, you may know. have been. Yeah. I can't remember, but never watched a single episode of it. Yeah, I have friends out there that uh, there they've actually had a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer cruise at one time for, with the organization that right. I used to work with, the Vulcans and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But <clears throat> never watched it. I was just never into that lore. Yeah. You talk about soap operas. Here's one that's really going you probably have never heard of Dark Shadows. They redid a movie about it, but it was a back in the day, 70s, late 60s, early 70s, was a soap opera about a vampire family. It was serious, it was creepy, it was yeah, British. I don't it was uh, that, yeah. it was you know, the British have different spins on everything. Yeah. 
That was one of the shows I was not allowed to watch when I was growing up. I got you. But they redid a movie with Johnny Depp with it, and from what I understand, I've never seen it. You guys may have... What was uh, it called? Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. I think I have seen that. It has a really creepy beginning to it and all that, you know, so... But Johnny Depp did the remake, and they've screwed it up from what I... Of course, you know, you know how I am about stuff like that, you know. Um... Batman. Batman has vampires? There was the an animated series called The Batman. Okay. And they kind of right. remodeled the whole storyline a little bit. It was great uh, animated series, but they had a standalone movie called Batman versus Dracula. And it involved Vicki Vale. Right. Okay. Who was the girlfriend. Right. And Dracula came somehow ended up in Gotham. The okay. mistake of a shipping of a big crate, you know, right. one of those situations. <laughs> and he, he was pissed off because he thought someone was pulling his shtick off because there's a there's a Batman in, in Gotham City. I'm the only Batman. Oh, yeah. So they did that whole take on it. And That's hilarious. It's a really great uh, movie and animated series. I really highly suggest it because I'm a huge fan of I all the Batman. Um, and they fight, and there's yeah. a big fight between Batman and Dracula, and uh, we won't tell you the outcome. But yeah, yeah. don't do but that. But it's really cool because yeah. Bruce was dating Vicky Vale, and he's like, yeah. Dracula, of course, said, oh, you look like my bride, and it shows the picture, and right. she looks like Vicky Vale. You know? <laughs> that whole, they did the whole spiel on it, but Dracula and vampires are an Almost any type of movie and television show. You're right. They've been going on for years. For, for hundreds of years. Well, however, 50 years. <laughs> Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Ever seen it? Do you no, know who Abbott and Costello are? Yeah, I know who they are, but I've never seen that they meet Frankenstein. I watch on Saturday evening, it comes out of Chicago, um, a television show called Svengoolie. Okay. And he's like the a, a, a movie host for old movies, mm-hmm. and he comes in with his own shtick, and he makes fun of it, kind of a mystery science fiction theater 3000-ish kind of thing, but yeah. not as hardcore as that. Right. But uh, he shows Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, and it's Frankenstein, Bella Lugosi is Dracula, okay. and it's Lon Chaney Jr. is the Wolfman, and, I, and it's Boris Karloff. I believe does the it's all the three big threes and right. the actors still play them but yeah. great movie very comic comical but they make it serious when it comes to the movie monsters right. you yeah know? I got you the the three or the, I would say the four big movie monsters from Universal Studios which is Dracula the Wolfman Frankenstein Creature from the Black Lagoon He's pushed to the very end, but yeah. I, I consider him one so, of the big right. four. You know, yeah, so I got you. I wish they would have added. They did add a little excerpt about the creature from the Black Lagoon in um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, I got you. Did you ever you know. see Underworld? No. Oh my Talk God, about I that because that's interesting. I, man, I loved Underworld, and basically, you know, uh, Kate Beckinsale, she is what you would call a. She is like a bounty hunter, like Van Helsing was in Van Helsing. I got you. You know, he would bounty hunt. Uh, Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll. Right, right, okay? right. And right. then the Pope asked him to go kill Dracula. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's basically like a hitman slash uh, bounty hunter. Well, the same thing with Kate Beckinsale. She is she is a vampire. She works for the vampires. And whenever they need a werewolf taken care of, she's given the mission to go take care of it. I like it. Okay, so what happens is this man gets bit by a lichen, but he doesn't turn, and, and he gets and away. And a lichen is a werewolf. A werewolf. Okay, right. so the werewolves are trying to track him down. Well, the head vampires in, are try, or have told Kate to go kill him. Well, when she gets and captures him and gets ready to kill him, <clears> she <throat> feels like she, don't, she shouldn't follow her orders. Right. There's something about the guy. So she decides to protect him, and the whole movie is about them running from vampires and the lichens. Hmm. Okay, well, one of my favorite concepts when it comes to vampires is three vampires rule all vampires, but one will rule for two hundred years while two other vampires sleep for four hundred. Okay. Okay, or one for two hundred and one for four hundred. I got they you. Rotate. Uh-huh. This one at the end of two hundreds will go to sleep for four hundred years, and the next one that's been asleep for four hundred will rise and be vampire for two hundred years, and then once that two hundred years is over, the third one rises. Okay. Well, basically, Kate is running for her life trying to protect this human. Okay, almost like a Terminator. Right. All right. Right. She goes and wakes up the second vamp the second vampire. Okay, and says, 
and, and of course he's outraged because he's been waking early and she explains the history to what's going on and then a whole fight ensues huh. on her trying to and she falls in love with him okay so a vampire falling in love with a human and uh, and they're l- looking for ways to keep him from turning into a werewolf great concept why do vampires have a bitch fest with werewolf people, werewolves? Why? Why is that? Why does that happen? I don't know. It just seems like it's like to me because it it's the same as, creatures almost, in my right. opinion. No, you know? no, no, no. You get bit by a werewolf, you're a werewolf. You get bit by a vampire, mm-hmm. you're a vampire. You know? No, so, no, no. I, I agree. And um, what is it? I mean, what? Is, where did it, this war it's start? Like a territorial thing. Is I don't it, know. I don't really know. But it's like a territorial thing, and it's like we're the beast that could take over and. It's it's a actual creature that could actually kill a vampire, and vampires can actually kill werewolves. So to them, humans is not our is not their enemy. We're just their food, right? Or their and, minions, I should say. Right? You know? Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> that's you know they're fighting for top of the food chain. Hmm. So that's like a I'm True just Blood. curious. Did you ever watch True Blood? No. Oh my goodness, True Blood. There's a lot of these movies I've never oh, seen. Oh man, shows. the concept behind True Blood is amazing. Okay, so kind of politically being political in, in the series, it's got everything. It's werewolves, witches, shapeshifters, uh, all that rolled into one. Is this a show or a but movie? It's, it's a movie. It's okay. a series. It's a series. This has the one with uh, Sookie and... Magnum P.I.? I don't know who Magnum P.I. No, that's P. Blue Blood. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're... My bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, this, this is actual... Okay, I'm silly. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what happens is, uh, basically, this guy is a vampire, but he doesn't want... To, to eat people or drink their blood. Now, vampires live amongst the humans, and everybody knows it. So you got people that are in the the governments that are saying, "Hey, we need vampires need regular rights like humans." Oh God! See, see the political yeah, aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true blood is a synthetic blood that the government has created, and you sell in convenience stores, bars, Monster restaurants. Monster energy drinks. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's basically blood that humans can't drink. <clears throat> it's a synthetic blood for vampires so that they can live amongst us and not kill humans. Wow. But you have some that are totally against that agenda. They feel like the government is trying to control everything, so they still have these human parties where it's like a big orgy in a bar, and then they, they lure you know the girls and the guys in there, and then they eat they have a, an eat fest. Right. You know, a an blood eat fest. fest. <laughs> right. So basically <clears throat> what has happened is, so vampires can read minds in, in true blood. Yes. Okay. And this girl that is in love with the vampire, the reason he's in love with her and he is because she, he can't read her mind. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so the whole series is based around their love and him trying to protect her because whoever turns you in in True Blood, if I was to turn you, now you're kind of you're a vampire, but you're kind of my slave. I got you. In a way, I'm, I'm to your beck and call. Right. Right. Okay. So and she and the woman that turns he, turned him is in love with him. <clears throat> he don't love her. He loves the human. I got you. And oh, just great, great situation and great. <laughs> uh, I have to check that out. Bless you. Holy shit. Got it on camera, though. That's fine. I've been trying to get it on camera. Have you? Yeah. Well, you did. You succeeded today. <laughs> How about Dracula Dead and Loving It? Never heard of it. It's a Leslie Nielsen comedy movie. You're kidding. I've yeah. got to watch it. I do, too, because I, I, I stumble across it. How do I not know anything this? With, anything with Leslie Nielsen. You know, I, when it all comes down to it, there is a movie... It might be Mr. Goot Magoo, and I know this is off topic, but he tells the woman that... Uh, he played Mr. Magoo. Yeah, I, I know uh-huh. that, but it was something like that, and uh, he was like, uh, tried to feed the dog sausage, right? you know, and the woman show, you know, pulls it. He goes, he didn't like that sausage or something like that, but because it was one of those little dogs that was completely covered in fur, he was trying to stick it up its ass. Oh, God. You don't remember that? No. Remember it, was, it was a scene that stuck out in my mind. He's done so many like, movies. No wonder so. your dog didn't like that. Yeah, because you were shoving up his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> i got to look into that one. But I want to see this. I stumbled across to it, and I never knew that he had made oh, a, I mean, a Dracula movie. I, I'll know it by next podcast. How about... Let me see what it is, and we'll get the actual title ready. Um, Vampire in Brooklyn. 
Eddie Murphy? Yes. I loved it. Yes. I've never seen it. I, did, I never oh, knew that existed. I'm like, I gotta watch this, this shit. So you know? funny. Yeah, you've got to watch that. I like easing into things. I'm yeah. sure it has a serious tone to it, to a part, or does it? No. It's no. all comedy. Yeah. I can imagine Eddie Murphy <laughs> being a vampire. <laughs> oh yeah. There's so many. I mean, I've just jotted a few down. <laughs> We've talked about most of them. Let me see what I can go over here real quick. Van Helsing we talked about. Wow. Um and when I was looking on the Google uh, about all these hundreds of movies with vampire references, I didn't even write down on here because I'd never seen most right. of them. You know, yeah. I just try to hit on the ones that uh, just know. in your Google, I'm I'm realizing I haven't seen a lot of them too. Yes, you know, I, I mean, you know, Leslie Nielsen is a vampire. I mean, I, I, I never knew. I never knew. I mean, you yeah. know, Police Squad, Airplane. Uh, uh, what was the uh, he did a James Bondish kind of a, a movie? Um, gosh, Weird Al did the theme song to it. It was really fun. But uh, but yeah, you you named off the two that are great: uh, the airplane and the oh yeah, uh, was it Naked do, Gun? Naked Gun series, yeah. Police Squad. Yeah. Um, I don't I own all the Police Squad movies, but um, on the DVDs <laughs> that you can't borrow from me because you're <laughs> young and I am very old. <laughs> And, you know, not even just talking about movies and television shows, but, you know, like Outer Limits and The Twilight Zone, they Mm -hmm. all had vampire-ish kind of situations as well, too, I've run across, you know, over the years of just scanning the television and all that, you know. But uh, um, what about cartoon series I talked about uh, Batman was there another cartoon oh, that man. had, a, had uh, vampire in it there, yes there is Adam probably, Sandler Transylvania my kids loved it what I is it called it. Transylvania I believe yeah Transylvania oh fantastic Hotel show. Transylvania I think yeah, yeah you're right Hotel mm-hmm. Transylvania and you know uh, it's basically a vampire girl falls in love with a boy and the dad is Dracula and he don't like this oh that's cute and uh, he has this big party he throws a big party for his daughter and all these characters show up and and the reason Dracula is so the way he is he lost his wife he still mourns her he don't want his daughter to get hurt and she lies he lies to her saying that if you go out in public as a vampire they're going to kill you right so she's like confined to the castle and she's one of these young you know maybe 12 or 13 year old girls and she's just wanting to get out so whenever she ventures out they have like a like a Truman kind of effect on her where they they bring the vampires go out there and they act like humans and there she is get her with a fork and they scare the shit and then dad swoops in and and saves her right and says you can't go you can't leave you know castle grayskull <laughs> oh God! Was that what it was called? No. You're know, remaking the uh, Master I of the Universe. Wait, man, I loved it. Ke- um, Kevin Smith, I think, is doing it. Yeah. I get wrong. I get names wrong. I don't. I don't know. know, but yeah, it is fantastic. What I like about uh, today's cartoons, uh, I know I'm new new age yeah, when it comes yeah, yeah. to that stuff, and my kids. And you go back and you watch. You know, I don't know if you ever watched them because you you have Kitty as your kid. Yeah. Okay. She so doesn't like get it. The Shreks. <laughs> And uh, uh, Toy Stories, Toy Story, Cars, the, the innuendos and the jokes yes. that are adult-driven to keep parents interested because we have to watch these over and over and over again Correct. are fantastic. Yep. So, so we've talked about Abraham Lincoln being a vampire, vampire hunter. hunter. Yeah. Um, what are some other awesome vampire slayers? that you can think of. Well, my favorite. I mean, so much my favorite, I named my second kid after him. Right. And we're talking about Blade. I was saving this for the last. Yeah, so. okay. So. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get you to jump into it. I, got I know you're a big Blade fan. And that's just, he's a superhero, correct? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, I got I to gotta break this down movie per movie. Okay. Because I find that all three of the movies are fantastic in their own right. Right. Okay. So in the first one, uh, his mother gets bit as he's being delivered. So wow. he's a half-blood. Okay. But is it Wesley Snipes in all three, Snipes. In all three of the movies? Okay. And I'll tell you about the third one okay. about what happened in production. So basically what it is is that he is a half-blood and he can walk around during the daytime, but he has to take chemicals to keep him from actually turning into a full-fledged vampire. Right. Okay. You never go full vampire. Right. Never go full right. vampire. Right. So 
But so he's a <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yes. I can't he, say the R word. He's <laughs> he is revenging. Okay. Right. And Frost is man, I can't think of his name. But Frost is head of the Providence and he's sending all these people out to kill Blade because they know Blade can kill them. Right. Okay. And uh and what <clears throat> opens that first movie up that drew me in was they're in a, like an underground bunker the vampires are and it's a rave going on and they're dancing you know how I like music, music and right. I love being at right. raves mm-hmm. and stuff like that and the sprinkler system has human blood in it and it starts it's called a bloodbath really and you have these blood baths all over the town and vampires can meet there at night and dance and, and then get get their blood and get showered in human right, blood right right okay and of course, Wesley Snipes, Blade, shows up there and just starts cutting the hell out of them. And what I like is that he uses a sword most of the time. And it's probably what silver. Yeah, blade absolutely. Is, right? mm-hmm. Okay. And his best friend is Whistler, which is old Christopherson. Yes. Okay. So he, you know, he's that gruffy old uh, white guy with the white hair. Yeah. He's always hurt. Yeah. You know. yeah. So he makes the weapons and helps him out. And to me, that is that is a fantastic movie. And of course, the big fight scene at the end with Frost is is amazing. Okay, and he ends up doing. I like kung fu too. I don't know if you know that about me. I didn't like I, the I original kung fu, the old ones with David Carradine. Uh, no, 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 no. I, those are okay. No, I'm talking about going back and doing the old ones that have the Bruce Lee and oh, Jackie Chan. I got you. And Jet Li, and where they're having to dub over the voices. The, yes, that, yeah, yes. those are awesome. Yeah. So he he kills Frost. By doing, he throws up this vial of blue uh, vampire killer and does like a roundhouse off kick and kicks it into him. And that's how he wins. And to me, that was like, wow, this is fantastic. And it was my favorite movie at the time. And of course, I named my second son Blade. Yes. Right. Now, Blade 2. They're always, second movies are usually the worst unless it's Star Wars or Star Trek. Right. Okay. Right. So, Blade 2. Way did, outdid the first one. Really, it was better. I, I thought it was fantastic, and the reason why is because so the head vampire he has created a strain to make vampires even more powerful to fight Blade. Okay, he gives it to his son, which becomes a Reaper, and the Reaper is not out looking for Blade. He's killing vampires. He sucks them dry <clears throat> of their blood, and their mouth opens up. Have you ever seen? I've never seen a single one of these movies. You've got to be kidding me. I know, I'm terrible. I got the DVDs for you to borrow. Because I got a DVD player. No, I don't. (laughs) You're an ass. I'm the one that's supposed to be the guy that does that, Randy. Come on. You're getting good at this, see? Keep taking your medication. I know. So these faces and, and I'll keep up. taking mine. <laughs> Inside baseball, we'll tell you later. Yeah. Go ahead. So these mouths open up and they wrap around the face and the neck and suck all the blood out of vampires. So what they do is they they try to team up with Blade. They show up and they don't really show how they know where his work station is. Right, right. And they show up and. Uh, at, one time they had kidnapped Whistler and he had to go. What get does him. Uh, what does he do for a living? A uh, blade when he's, he's just not killing vampires. He's like a, it, a, you a know, tech guy or something. No, or they just they never show mechanical. where this, all this damn money comes from. What would you think, Blade? <laughs> no, what would you think, Blade did for a living when he's not killing vampires? He's like a telemarketer or a kung fu master, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right, telemarketer. I like that That's for Visa. You know. <laughs> Hi. What's what's his, is what's his real name? What's 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 what's? I have no clue. You have no clue. I have no Hi, clue. Hi, this is Bum. We'd like to get you onto your Visa card. Oh wait, hold on. I gotta kill a vampire. Now back to getting that Visa card. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's anyway. Great. So that's great. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So so Whistler gets kidnapped. He hires another kid. To, to be his whistler, the guy that helps build weapons for right, him. Right, right. And lo and behold, it is Daryl from Walking Dead. Okay. And a lot of people don't realize that. Really? That he was in that movie. You, well, like, you've never so he takes Chris Christopherson's part. Blade goes in and is gets... It, is it um, because the original Chris Christopherson character was killed or they're just no, 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 they continuing... They kidnapped him trying to lure Blade in. Right. So he goes in and, and gets him back. Yeah. Okay. But the new guy you just named for Walking Dead, that's... Feels in for Christopher. Oh, so he's Christopher. Okay, I got you. Okay, okay all right. So, and spin comes a little bit later. So Chris Cross... Chris Cross... 
Chris Christopherson comes back and he don't <laughs> like the kid. You know, he just is like, ah, but they bump heads. But he's better in tech. Right, I okay. gotcha. Okay. So, the vampires come together, which is Hellboy, is the leader of the vampire... Ron Perlman. Yes, which is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and Hellboy is one of my favorite movies. So, he is in charge of like 10 vampires that's going to work with Blade, okay? And him and Blade don't get along because his whole life has been training to kill Blade. I got and you. now he can't kill Blade. Right, because he needs his help. Because he needs his help. Yep. And Blade is hesitant, but they show that these Reapers are going to take over the entire world in a matter of days because of how fast they're needing blood. Okay? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Blade agrees, and they go through, and Daryl finds out that UV light is the only thing that kills them, okay. the Reapers. Right. And he's on the radio saying, UV light, UV light. Now, the UV light will also kill the other vampires. But, gotcha. But Daryl had put it on, you know, UV lights on all their weapons. Okay. So they could flip this thing and protect themselves until they need it. I got you. Okay. Okay. So when it's all said and done, they've killed all the Reapers and the head guy that had given his son the Reaper disease which is a podcast coming up later. Right, okay. right. So, Reinhardt turns on Blade and shoots him, and he falls into a bat of blood, which basically rejuvenates him. And as Reinhardt is leaving, which is Hellboy, Blade <clears throat> comes up, and they have this awesome fight scene. Okay. Okay, and to me... The With fight Blade scene, and the guy that played Hellboy. Yeah, Reinhardt, okay. yes. Reinhardt, okay. And, and basically... <clears throat> You know, these people come in and they're fighting Blade and some one-liners come out of here that was pretty good in this area that were were ad-libbed. Right. And uh, all these baton, electric baton people come in and Blade gets rid of them and now he's face-to-face with Reinhardt and Reinhardt says, you know, right before my dad killed my mom, he said, if you want something done right, you got to do it, it yourself. yourself. Right. Okay. And he had made a comment about, do you blush, talking about Wesley Snipes earlier in the movie. Right. Okay. So they get into this fight, and Blade overpowers him with the sword, and he spins it up in the air, and he slices him from testicles to head. Wow. But as he's doing that, he says, do you blush? You know? And it's just those one-liners just like is amazing. They make the movies, any movie, yes. And, and, you know, Rotten Tomato has these in the 50s and 60s. And it, to me, don't listen to those guys. I don't. I don't. And I don't believe to me, these anything. movies are fantastic. And when it comes to Blade Three, awesome movie had Dracula in it. Okay, still so, Wesley Snipes. Still Wesley Snipes. Uh, Whistler's dead. He gets killed. And Spoiler alert! They frame Blade for killing a human. Right. So while they did that to get him put in prison. Because he is a good-hearted guy, and he's not going to kill humans while they're trying to take him to prison. Right. Okay. So while they're doing that, they're resurrecting Dracula so that he don't know about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, what happens is Whistler's dead, but his daughter, which is Jessica Biel, sexy Jessica Biel, Mm -hmm. she runs a crew of five or six people that are vampire slayers. All right. Because her dad had always told her, but she had never met Blade. So her team shows up, and they get into a big fight because they're not saying, hey, I'm Whistler's daughter. It's all movie. Right, right, So they right. get into a big fight, and then they realize he's like, no, I work alone because of what happened with the M2. Right. Reinhardt and them turned on him when it was over, okay? You know, after they had killed the, the Reapers. Right. So he didn't, you know, I want to work by myself. But she persists, and they end up working together because now Dracula has been born. And... He cuts Dracula a couple times with his sword, and Dracula would split apart. But then, because he's Dracula and he's the first vampire, his body would re, re uh, reconstitute right, right within right. seconds. Right. Okay, and to me, that was like, oh, this is the new concept. So they had designed this chemical. Did you really say, oh, this is the new concept? Did you really say that? No, but okay, I'm right. just talking. Okay. You know, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I mean, did you like stop? Let me like. Oh God! This is the this new is concept. The new, did you stop your DVD player and say, "This is the new concept"? I'm sorry. Go, Randy. Oh, I have God. to. Ins- I, I yeah. have to pick on you. That's I know. I thing. love it. So, <clears throat> Jessica Biel designs this chemical that will kill Dracula. Okay. And it all comes down to a big sword fight, and he's fixing to kill. He's fixing to kill uh, Wesley Snipes. Okay. And she has a bow and arrow of this chemical, and she shoots it. 
and Dracula has actually turned into the devil in this. Okay. And a lot of people did not like that, but I thought it was fantastic. Okay. okay. He's got the face and the horns. So when do they actually talking, refer to him as the devil? No, he's. I want to say he's just Dracula in there. But he's like that was his monster inside. Right. Yes. You know. Okay. So when he's now ready to kill Blade because they were evenly matched, he turns into this hell guy. All right. And his name is Drake in the movie, but it's Dracula. Okay. Okay. And they reference that, and he catches the arrow before it hits him and throws it down, and he looks back at her and he turns to kill Blade. And Blade has picked it up. He's got it and jabs it in him. Well, she shoots him again and hits him in the back. And when he's like, and then that's the end. But what happened is the humans are still trying to catch Blade. You know, they have cops that are always investigating, trying to catch him. Right. And what they did is they made Dracula's body look like Blade. So they gather him up. The cops show up, they gather him up, they take him to the autopsy room, and as they're cutting into him, his body image flashes to Dracula, and then, uh, what's the guy that plays uh, my favorite, Deadpool? Oh, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. He's one of he's one of the fighters with Jessica Biel, okay? Right. He narrates that Blade is out amongst us protecting us from vampires and that's why we don't see him. They hit they hit him by thinking that the vamp the Dracula was him and right. Oh, that's awesome. They've done that in so, like Batman right. and yeah. all that as well too. So as you can see, I'm very passionate about my blade. Oh yeah. And there's a new one coming out. Is it really? Yes, and there was a rumor that Wesley Snipes was gonna play it and it just now the new rumors are they've casted somebody else and that he might be the actual villain. He's, he's run out of chemicals. He's changed, maybe. That's interesting. So I, I kind of will like that. Yeah. As long as Wesley Snipes is in it, yeah. I think I will really dig it. I'll, I'll dig it more than I'm going to watch it regardless. Now, the series, I didn't like it. So, oh, back to Wesley Snipes. Okay, in three, Rotten Tomatoes gave it very low numbers. Right. The technology that they used, the CGI, to me, was phenomenal. Okay. Right. You can tell they spent money on the film. The first one, it, they got better because they made money. You know what I'm saying? They made 500 million, you know, worldwide on the first one, and so they spent a little bit more money, and they made more with the second one. Mm-hmm. Third one, they went all out. But for some reason, the 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 people just didn't like the storyline, and maybe because they added Dracula. You know what I'm saying? And plus, you're kind of running out of ideas after three. Oh yeah, I mean? absolutely. But from what I heard, is that the director. And Wesley Snipes did not get along. Huh. More towards the director. And Wesley Snipes would have to write on a sticky note. They'd be 10 feet apart from one another and have to write him a note on the sticky note and give it to him. And he would write on a sticky note and somebody would bring it to him and he'd have to read it. Oh, I need to be more forceful here. Wow. So, yeah, there was a lot of tension in building the third one. And maybe that had a lot to do with this, the acting and the storyline mm-hmm. and why it gets... So so many bad ratings. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, Blade, my favorite. Name my kid after it. So that is crazy. You know, I love it. Well, we're almost out of time for this yep, podcast. This, this was a good one. I like that because I was educated. Because yep. you, you know, I, I, I've never seen any of the Blade movies. Right. That was awesome. I got to see this one about the vampire in the cave. That's not hmm. really a vampire. What did you Dracula call it? Untold? Dracula Untold. And the Leslie Nielsen. I got. Yeah, the Leslie Nielsen one. I got to find that one. As Surely well. I love that. <clears throat> Surely you must be joking. I never joke, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> we want to thank our, our, our random sponsors of the week, which is always J&E Creations, which makes these awesome sci-fi Bartow cups. Uh, you can get a hold of them on Facebook. It's J&E Creations. Randy will throw I'll you up the, logo up, the logo up there and take a look at it. But she is also being able to put logos on your personalized sci-fi Bartow cup. I have the Star Trek logo. She just did two over the weekend, which had the Doctor Who TARDIS on the back Amazing. of one. Yep. And what was the other one? The, uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Um, so if you want to add something to your cup, talk to her about it, and she'll take care of you. SNL uh, Restaurant in Lakeland, Florida. Best hamburger on the planet Earth, in Absolutely. my opinion. they got a great breakfast. They're a big sponsor of ours as well. Um, Main Street Bartow Incorporated presents Sci-Fi Bartow, which is February the uh, 15th, day after Valentine's Day, 2020. We're doing Myths and Monsters as our theme this year. But you can come as you want. You want to be Superman? That's fine. You want to be Harry Potter? That's fine. You want to be whatever? That is fine. 
But that is our theme, and we're going to have a big Friday night thing on Valentine's Eve, or Valentine's Night, I should say, downtown. There's going to be live performances, uh, just as in Sci-Fi Barto. It's free to attend everything. And great topic today, Randy. Yeah, absolutely. I really had a good time. We have some really interesting things coming up. We want to remind you once again, if you're watching or following us on uh, YouTube, please subscribe. It's and, very important. And, it doesn't cost you anything. No, and Just, ring the bell. And ring the bell. So yes. That, uh, we know you're watching. Um, and if you want to see a topic uh, for us to discuss, we kind of put a comical, whimsical uh, spin on our show. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there's podcasts out there. We're friends with a lot of people that do it. My friends at uh, Happy Hour with Johnny and yeah. Deuce, they do a great podcast. My friend Charles Watson does a great one. Um, Josh Brower does yep. uh, uh, does a great one about art and all that. Check them out. Uh, Orlando uh, 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 Collector Deviants. What is that? Yeah. Oh, OC, yeah. OCD. Yeah. They do a great. Um, they drink in their show, but we can't. We want to drink on ours. Right. But we usually film our show right. in the morning. And, Maybe not uh, as much as a, a science fiction podcast, but Kitchen Killers. Yep, Kitchen great. Killers do a great show. We're gonna, I'm actually going to ask them to come on the show oh, one absolutely. day. Because so, I, I love those guys. They're amazing. They always come to Sci-Fi Barto. Anyway, send us your ideas. Send us your um, constructive criticism. We've been listening to what people have been saying. Um, once again, this has been uh, Talking Sci-Fi with uh, Sci-Fi Sean and... What's your name? Oh. Uh, Just Randy. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.